All right, everybody, welcome back in. It is the Rob and Stu Show. We trace of the college football season. And, uh, folks, big week ahead. Me and Roberto, do we own the NFL? Did Rob hit Aaron Rodgers from the grassy knoll? More to come. That's coming up later this week. Nine and one, Roberto. Nine and one on our NFL picks. I mean, listen. What, I mean, what, what more can I do for the people? What more can I do? For the people? I mean, it's it's just too much. Uh, if you miss our MSU Mel Tucker extravaganza with Justin Spiro, check that out. That is Electric City. Tough um, scenes. Tough scenes, that show. You I hate hope, to see it. I hope you fall down a well and get trapped. Um, BJ's, Jurgens, Costco, all your things. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you for that. And, and folks, visual. this show is on Zoom, not FaceTime, so nobody get nervous. This is a Zoom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep it coming. Tuck coming. Um, yeah, keep, keep chopping. There you go. Keep chopping. Um, of course, joined by Roberto. Bobcat is on assignment having dinner with Mark Stoops. I wish I was just making that up, but literally he's having dinner with Mark Stoops. Uh, head coach of Kentucky. Um, that's interesting. Uh, and then JC is on assignment. Uh, he's in his parents' basement where he belongs. So that's exciting. We look forward to that report. Uh, similar to what Mel Tucker's reports are. And so you got the A team, you got the MVPs, you got the guys who actually win their picks. That's me, Roberto, and CVD. Roberto. Kick us off with your picks coming off a, a nice little week three and one, three and one, uh, bringing your season total to six and three, one and one on the doggies, two and oh on his stone cold Steve Austin locks. I love it. I'm telling you, listen, listen, Roberto. Now, now remember two presidencies, we have an order to the picks. Go ahead, okay. Um, listen, you know, last Saturday was tough at 12 o'clock because I, you know, I was all over Nebraska. I love Nebraska. Um, I'm still thinking, and I'll still go to my grave thinking they were right in that game. Minus the score, I thought they were right in that game. The first half killed them. Um, Sims, I mean, just, I mean, completely atrocious, but it was a good week. We bounced back and the NFL, we were red hot too. But let's get down to the first pick Saturday. 12 o'clock. I love Indiana this week getting 10. I think this Louisville team's a little bit overhyped. Um, I think Indiana, I like the way Indiana played last week. You know, obviously versus a terrible Indiana State team. I'm not saying, you know, but I thought they looked a little bit better. I thought they played Ohio State tough. Their offense isn't great, but I like IU's defense. I like them at home getting 10 points. I think they can cover this spread versus Louisville. Louisville, I really don't trust. I, I honestly think they're a little bit overhyped. I think 10 is way too much in this spot. Afternoon slate as we move down. My best bet of the weekend. I love to bet teams off big games. I absolutely love the Southern Miss Golden Eagles this week. Getting 12 and a half. <laughs> At home versus Tulane. You could tell me I'm crazy. Listen, Frank Gore Jr. is driving the bus here. We're going to cover this spread. Whether it's late in the game, 
Uh, we're gonna. I've got plus. I've got plus twelve and a half on Bet Rivers. I, I don't hate that pick, Rob. Here. I don't hate that pick. Certainly yeah, I, I, I lost him by seven last year, and yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't just, hate that at all. Yeah, no, I, I, I like obviously Frank. No, Boyd you know why I laugh, Chris? <laughs> Rob doesn't even know where Southern Miss is. No and, shot, and there's no, no shot, shot that he's watching. No this shot, game. Patterson, New Jersey. Yes, you are. Well, yeah. actually, he okay. does. I'm giving North you plus Virginia. twelve and a half. That's what I got on Bet Rivers. Yeah, see that that's a line play to me. Like obviously, I know Frank Gore Jr. flipping around the channels and reading the great magazine of Phil Steeles, and you know, reading it today. They thought the team could be improved. Made a bowl game last year. I, you know, I don't think they had them picked too high this year, but I, I like them in the spot. I love betting a team against a team coming off a huge game like Tulane did versus Ole Miss, even though they lost. That was a that they fought hard in that game. I love betting against teams like that the next week. And one of my last bets of the weekend, I absolutely love Tennessee. The public money is flooding in on Florida. It is coming in in droves on Florida. They already got knocked down from seven and a half to six and a half. Tennessee, me and me and Chris were talking before the show. They haven't looked that great on offense, but you know, to me. These kind of offenses are rhythm-based. If they can get something going, you saw versus Utah. Florida doesn't have much on defense, in my opinion. I think Tennessee can move the ball here. I think they can get it going. Yes, they're on the road. But listen, they're, they're, they're the 11th team in the country for a reason. Six and a half right here is, I think, is a steal. I think Florida stinks. I, I really do. I, I don't think Florida's that good. I love Tennessee in this spot six and a half. So is Indiana your dog of the week? Yes. And you messed it up again. Excellent. Thank, thank you, Rob. Thank and you. It, it's, it's, a, it's a running skit. Also, Purdue money line. Syracuse stinks. Don't buy into that Syracuse score versus bad teams. Purdue's going to beat Syracuse this week. Is Purdue favored? Or they're getting no. two and a half? They're getting two and a half. Yeah, Purdue's okay. a dog. All righty. Um, so there, there's Rob's picks. Uh, oh, oh, and one more, Colorado State. How I am betting against Colorado every week till I win. Colorado, Colorado State plus twenty three and a half. Put it on there. I've got twenty three. You know what? I'm gonna sprinkle money line too. I'm gonna sprinkle money line. All right. Thank you for donating to your local sports book. That's really nice no of you, uh, Bobcat. Bobcat, he started off the week, the year, in the black. Five and three last week. Bobcat, of course, having dinner, talking about Devin Leary and offensive uh, passing schemes, bracket coverage. You know, that's what he's talking with Coach Stoops with. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Poor Bobcat, Coach Stoops. I mean. Five and three. Oh, and two on his dogs. Oh, and one on his locks. Thursday night, he loves the over Navy Memphis over 46 also taking Memphis minus 15 in that game the Knights the Golden Knights the army that keeps rolling along army plus nine and a half the Tar Heels minus seven against the Golden Gophers South Carolina plus 27 and a half Bama USF over 61 and a half He's on you with uh, Tennessee minus six and a half, and he's taking Coach Prime 
minus 23. Uh, his dog of the week are the Warhawks. The one and only Warhawks from ULM. Minus That's right. Plus, plus 36 and a half at Texas A&M. And his lock of the week. Oh, no. Oh, uh, Joe Bags, if you're listening. Oh, so tune off. The turn, turn I, it I, I skipped forward 30 seconds. Uh, he's taking the Florida State Seminoles minus 26. Could be a billion against the Screaming Eagles of Boston College. Not on Red Band. You can't bet against Boston College on Red Bandana Day. It's sacrilegious. It's it's unpatriotic. It, it's 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 tough scenes. It, it it really is. It's sad. It's sad. Um, luckily, nobody else on this show uh, would have the temerity to bet against Boston College on Red Bandana Day. Um, and that brings us, of course, to the whole effing show. He is Mr. Tuesday Night. He is your Saturday night special. Saturday night's all right for fighting for him because he's going to have lots. Noted war criminal. NCSports.com. CVD. Chris Van Dyne. Big Sexy. Coming in clutch with that Idaho play last week. Seven and eight overall. One and two on the dogs. One and two on the locks. But he's going to get back on the on the tracks. He's going to get the train back on the track. The trolley's going to keep going down the road. CVD, give it to the good people. Tell you what, I'm going to start with kind of an off-the-beat game as my lock. I like Louisiana Tech this week. Uh, Laying four and a half at home against a North Texas team that just lost to Florida International. Uh, Gave up 514 yards to FIU. Louisiana Tech played FIU in that first week, and yeah, Louisiana Tech needed a late rally to win that game, but that's because they settled for six field goal attempts. Uh, they they held FIU to 182 yards in that game and eight first downs at a plus 265 yard edge. If they score touchdowns and don't settle for short field goals, then that would have been a blowout. From H- Hank Bachmeyer is AIDS, Chris. He he's pure aids <laughs> against against a bad. I mean, what does FIU have a good quarterback? No, no. I mean, you could be playing yeah. quarterback for North Texas, but I mean, Hank Bachmeyer is. What I'm saying is FIU lit up North Texas, and and they they lit them up on the ground. Uh, what did they put up? Uh, uh, Two ninety-one passing and two twenty-three rush. Balanced offense against North Texas. Sonny Cumbie wants to get these guys to a bowl game. Louisiana Tech, I think, is going to get to a bowl game this year, and they got to beat a North Texas team that's going through a transition. I'm not a big Bachmeyer fan either, but that's if he's playing against a competent defense. You give me Bachmeyer against a terrible defense like this, he should do just fine. I think I, th- I think Louisiana Tech's probably two touchdowns better than the North Texas, especially at home where Cumbie's covered seven of his eight games. Last year, they covered uh, every home game. The only home game they haven't covered was the home game uh, in the opener against FIU to start the season. Like I like I said, they they settled for all those field goals. 
They've been terrible on the road, but Cumbie has them playing really well at home. They put up 504 yards on North Texas last year. Eric Morris seems like he's struggling. And, you know, that the other weird thing is they settled with uh, Stone Earl, who was coming into the season, was expected to be their third-string quarterback. He's an Abilene Christian transfer. He split time with Chandler Rogers, the uh, ULM transfer. Just hasn't looked good for North Texas. They've gotten away from using that run game that was so potent the last couple of years. They did run for 251 last week, so they haven't totally gotten away from it. But against Cal, they only ran for 41 yards. Since that first half of the Cal game, they played really bad because they they were in it at halftime and then just got blown out in the second half, and they got beat by FIU last week going back on the road for the second straight week. So I'll take take Louisiana Tech. Um, I'm going to go with Rob on one. I'm going to take Colorado State. This is not going to be my underdog, uh, but it is an underdog, obviously. But I I, I do like – Colorado State, I just question the situation for Colorado. You're coming off two huge games, giving max effort. Both games, you're a big underdog in the first game. The second game, while they ended up not being the underdog, they were the underdog all preseason. They took that game very seriously. Coach Prime said they weren't allowed to wear red in the locker room. Um, Who do they have on deck? USC and Oregon the next two weeks. They don't give a shit about Colorado State. But you know who does give a shit about Colorado? Colorado State, in-state school. And Coach Norvell's been adamant he is sick of hearing about Colorado. They are taking this game max seriously. Colorado's probably not taking this game as seriously. How many snaps do you think Travis Hunter's getting this week? He, he had what? 100? No way, yeah. Yeah, 130, 125, 145 a couple games ago. Let me ask you a question. Do you see him moving, you know, at a certain point with him, you know, another year down the road or whatever, even this season as he starts to wear down? Don't you think they just keep him on offense? I think they'll keep him on defense before offense. Wow. Yeah. He's he's a defense first kid. Wow. Okay. Um, and and Sanders actually said, he told him he, he wouldn't play in both ways until he felt like he was dominant on one side of the ball, and that was defense. And he sprinkled him in on offense last year, and now he's gone full full go because he felt like he was dominant enough on defense. And I'll tell you what, that play he made against TCU when he intercepted that pass on the goal line, that's one of the best plays I've ever seen. That, that ball had no business being knocked down. That that was I, – I saw that th- pass out to the flat. I was like, ah, oh, that's a touchdown. And he came out of nowhere and picked that ball off. He is – an excellent corner shutdown. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, so I, I don't think you're going to see him play as much this week. Colorado has had trouble uh, running the ball. They, they're running for 57 yards a game. They're giving up a lot of sacks. Sanders has given up 12 sacks. So I, I got to wonder if they're going to try to knock. I, I would be reminisced if I just told you your track record with picking Colorado State the last couple of years, not great. Well, I, other than the first week, I can't remember off the top of my head. If I last my, year. last I might have once or twice. I, I don't know how you felt in the first half of that game, but I got to tell you, I felt like Nebraska was beating them oh, on the line of scrimmage in that of first half. Like they yeah, were absolutely. Them. Justin can't stop, can't, just can't stop turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. But it, it I just wish somebody like, would have told Rob that last week. Maybe that would have swayed him. Maybe somebody. 
Je- Jeff Sims is Nebraska's version of Jared Garantano. All the talent in the world just can't stop turning the ball over in stupid situations. And for whatever reason, he just keeps getting chances. Is he is he in the NFL as the third stringer or practice squad? I know he was at one point. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure. I think if he, he's out. I, okay. I hope I hope for the sake of the world he is, because I don't think he should be an NFL quarterback. Chris, this is a guy that the Rutgers Rivals fan board, his father played at Rutgers. Yeah. The, the Rivals fan board was like, it was like the biggest loss ever that we couldn't get him to commit. And he was going to be this unbelievable quarterback. I mean, not that we've gotten a quarterback since, but. Uh, he was also was portrayed huge. as a dual, he was portrayed as a dual threat quarterback and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Not here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to also go with uh, Toledo laying, I, I, I believe. Is it eight against San Jose or is it higher? I can't remember. Uh, let me see. I saw that uh, nine the other day. It may have uh, moved. I thought it was eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, give me the Rockets minus eight and a half at home against San Jose. That's a long trip for San Jose. I think that, you know, even if it was on a neutral field, I would take Toledo minus eight and a half. Now you get in the glass bowl. Uh, with that travel for San Jose, I think that Toledo should be able to take care of business. They they should have beat Illinois in week one. And I'll tell you what, if they would have beat Illinois, they might have run the table. Um, give me the over in Mississippi versus Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech has struggled to stop the run, but Haynes Kings look pretty good. So I do think that Georgia Tech can score some points there. And you know, the, the surprising thing with Ole Miss in the first two games is they have not been able to run the ball. But, uh, you know, Judkins, I think, will break loose this week. Georgia Tech gave up 227 rushing and 6.7 yards of carry to, to Louisville. Then last week against a terrible South Carolina State team, they gave up 196 and 4.7. So I, I do think that Judkins will break loose this week, and that will give uh, Jackson uh, – dart the uh room he needs to make those throws because I, I just think the lack of run game has put them in some bad situations where they're third and long stuff like that and uh has not been conducive to that offense but on the flip side haynes king looking pretty good i think they can move the ball i think they can score um so yeah i think that that game definitely could go over which i, I think it is a reasonable number at 63, uh, 63 and a half. yeah 63 and a half uh my underdog, uh, actually, I'm going to throw out one more game before I get to my underdog. I like Wyoming. Uh, they beat Texas Tech in the opener. They're getting a lot of points this week. Texas coming off that huge win. Uh, you know, what What would be more Texas than to struggle with my Wyoming off of Alabama? Yeah, yeah that's right. That, that, there is nothing more Texas than, than that possibility. I do think <laughs> that, uh, that Wyoming will stick with them. Craig Bowles. I really respect him as a coach. His guys are always physical. They will not be intimidated by the environment. And my underdog, I'll tell you what, Charlotte getting eight points against Georgia State. Last year, Georgia State was a 20-point favorite in this game and couldn't beat Charlotte. This is a better Charlotte team, I think, than what we saw with Will Healy. I think they're better coached. And we saw that a little bit in the first half last week against Maryland. You know that they uh, they they led fourteen to nine at halftime last week, 
Now that they struggled in the second half, they just didn't have the athletes to keep up with Maryland. I think Georgia State's offense is pretty good, but their defense has really struggled. We saw that in the first week against Rhode Island, especially. I think that Georgia State is a team that, uh, you know, you can see some high scoring games from this year just because, you know, Granger is a very good, very good quarterback. They have a nice running back in, in Marcus Carroll, but the defense really struggling. And last last week's score, you know, the, the, they did beat UConn by 21. They only had a 68-yard uh, edge, but uh, plus two turnovers. And also UConn's quarterback got hurt. Who The kid had been playing pretty well coming in. So I, I think that Charlotte getting eight points at home, it's a, I think that's a winnable game. I think Charlotte might win this game outright. Like I said, they beat them last year as a 20-point dog, and now they're only getting eight but I think that it's uh, it's a prime spot for Charlotte to win. This I game. see some uh, seven and a half. So okay. I think it that, dropped. It, it that, it, I, I'm going to give you the eight because um, I do see it. But some books are moving it to seven and a half. So uh, I think Vegas is in agreement with you there, Chris. Um, yeah. Let's yeah, no, no big uh, no big FCS upsets to to call. I don't have any lines yet. I do think Samford could give Auburn a little bit better game than people expect. Samford's got an All-American quarterback. They did not play well last week. That was a little bit of a weird game, though, because uh, Michael Hires is the quarterback. They, they, they were moving the ball up and down the field on Western Carolina before a seven-hour weather delay. Then they came back from the weather delay and just were completely flat. I was glad to see it because I bet Western Carolina Same plus here. nine yeah, that was that was a nice upset uh, win for Western Carolina. Really puts them in position that they could they could have a playoff season now. Um, but Auburn very banged up on defense. A lot of guys could be missing this game. And frankly, if you're Auburn, you just want to get a win, get out, you know, move on to SEC play. So I think Sanford could be a team if that line is say over thirty. I think Sanford could be a, a play because I think they will score some points on Auburn. All right, thank you for the play, taking the Bulldogs Saturday potentially uh, down in Auburn. Uh, J.C. Shelton, host of uh, UGA Football Live, head of the Pulse Sports Network. Please like, subscribe. This is out there, folks. Tell your friends. 9-11 and 11 on the season, 1-1 one and one on his dogs. Big Ofer. 0 for 4 on his locks. We'll see if that changes this week. He's got Arky laying seven and a half against Mormons. UGA and South Carolina over 54. Dog of the week is Mithipathite plus nine and a half. And his lock of the week, he's going with you fellas. Tennessee minus six and a half. I'm the Vols fan, and I'm the only one that didn't take Tennessee. Yeah, but but not that's on principle. You don't bet those games, so that's not fair. Oh, I do sometimes. Okay, okay. Uh, we know we know who you're rooting for, though. Um, oh yeah, so that's why I'm not to, saying who I like. Good luck to JC. <laughs> that uh, and that brings it to me. So fourteen and eleven, uh, one and three on my dogs, three and one on my locks for the year. I've got a game of the year play, folks. So tune in. Week zero game of the year. Albany, easy winner. Great Danes. Majestic animals. 
uh, kind of screwed me over on the Big Island, but it is okay. We'll start with the regular picks. I'm taking the Crimson Tide of Alabama minus 32. I'm taking Arizona. The Wildcats, I believe in Delora and UTEP. Rob convinced me is AIDS minus 17 at home. Uh, I'm taking Washington. First quarter, minus three and a half. Michigan State's been starting so slow this year. I think Washington breaks out to an early lead. Maybe you say they're a little preoccupied with something, Michigan State, this year? I don't know. They're playing football. They just start slow. Is their phones allowed in the locker room? I don't I, I believe the players are allowed to have phones. I don't I don't I don't get the reference. Uh Washington first quarter. Uh Kansas minus 28. This was almost a game of the year. Uh Kansas is gonna destroy Nevada. Chris, you've been on this. You called out Idaho last week. Uh that, that wasn't even a close game. Uh, Idaho's going to have better competition in FCS play. Joe Bags, if you can fast forward at least 30 seconds, I I'm taking Florida State here. Uh, Boston College is horrific this shocking, year. Shocking, still really uh, shocking. Red Bandana, I get it, but uh, it's bad. It's real bad, folks. It is horrific. Uh, my dog of the week. This team, I, I was super down on, but uh, they've shown me some in rivalry game here. I'm taking the Mountaineers of West Virginia on the money line. I, I like I like uh, what Greer and Donaldson, that defense is actually pretty feisty. They get after it. Uh, Christoph Van Dyne, any thoughts on the backyard brawl? Uh, had a little breakdown on this game on the uh, Power Suite podcast. You guys can hear tomorrow. I got I got a good conversation with uh, Colby Dant from the College Football Experience about that. So make sure you check that out. Uh, I, this is tough for me because what I saw from Pitt last week is so different than what I'm used to. That I, the, the, especially the Rundy. That's concerning. And West Virginia did run the ball pretty well on Pitt last year. So to answer your question, I I feel like Pitt should win this game, but I thought Pitt I saw should last be, week, I thought Cincinnati, Pitt should be yeah. Cincinnati. And they were at home. I, I have concerns. We we put we put Pitt minus uh, sorry, we put Pitt minus three in power sweep, but we're gonna stay away from that game because we have legitimate concerns about this game with the way Pitt's play. Didn't like Phil Dracova complaining about uh, about the fans booing. I, I, I didn't like the way he played last week. Frankly, I've never been a huge Dracovic fan. And I said before the season starts that they're going to need a backup he, quarterback. He's going to he, get hurt eventually. He's been different ever since the injury um, at BC. He always gets hurt. Yeah, that's true too. He also, And part of that is because he holds on to the ball forever because he's – huge and he thinks he can just shake every guy off yeah he's not big ben. he gets hit a lot and he gets sacked a lot you know he, then, he's part of the reason that boston college gave up so many sacks a couple of those years what a pick from sue he's going to be a lot of my in-laws there my sister-in-law went to west virginia and oh my god forget about it yeah that's why i picked it rob so i, can I spent a lot of time and her wife forget about it i spent a lot of time in morgantown i finished i finished my uh my 
undergrad at Waynesburg, which is about 25 minutes away from Morgantown. And I don't remember being in Morgantown, but I was told I was there a few times. I had a good time. <laughs> it, it, Morgantown is a fun place. Um, if that you that want, is some rivalry they have a fit, man. They hate, they hate each other's guts. Yeah, it's a shame they don't get to play every year. But if, yeah. if you like getting blackout drunk and uh, asking all of your friends uh, to cuddle with you at the end of the night, then go to go to Morgantown. Go to West Virginia. It'll be fun. That's why me and Stewart pals. I mean, listen. Yeah. yeah. A lot of nights in Morgantown. Uh, yeah. A lot of cuddling shirtless. Nothing wrong with that. No. It's, yeah. It's, look, and yeah. if you think there's something wrong with that, we'll cancel it. Right here, unsubscribe. Right now. Unsubscribe if you think there's something wrong. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we're all in agreement. Let's get to the game of the year. Second Shout out to Asa of Winters for, for letting me cuddle with him. <laughs> Actually, he didn't. He didn't. He, he did not let me cuddle with him, but it's okay. Well, force cuddling is uh kind of what brings me to my game of the year. Give me the Huskies minus 16 and a half. Uh this is uh, a game where I don't really know watching Michigan State how they're going to be able to keep up. Uh, they're going to have problems running the ball. Uh, for Michigan State to win, they're going to have to have a long time of possession. Noah Kim can throw jump balls up uh, and connect on a deep throw here and there against Richmond and Central Michigan. Uh, we'll see how that works against Washington a defense that is actually pretty competent and pretty athletic. And defensively, while I think Michigan State can get pressure, I think Washington's just going to spread the field and uh, kind of have a field day like they did last year, score kind of at will. And I, I just don't see how Michigan State keeps up. Uh, so I fully anticipate a 38-17 type game. I am reverse lining this up to 20 and a half. Uh, get some plus money on some tickets, but yeah, give me the Huskies. Uh, that will do it on that sad, sad note. Uh, CVD, you mentioned Power Sweep. That is available. NCSports.com, folks. Power Sweep podcast is out. Uh, Colby Dant, like you said, coming on. So tune in for that. It's always a good listen. Uh, Roberto. You, me, NFL picks coming back at you later in the week. Ryan Massett joining the show. It's going to be electric. That's it. So until next time, for CVD, for Roberto, take care, brush your hair, and uh, we'll see you after a while.